Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there'll be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. What is going on, my friend? Welcome back or welcome for the first time. Congratulations, you made it to the podcast domination show. And this episode is gonna be a little different because we're not really talking about podcasts, but we're talking about a platform that can really help you grow your podcasts And we've got an expert on to really lay down the framework on how to do that exactly. And she spares no detail when it comes to the nitty gritty. And uh, you're really going to like this episode if you want practical advice, very simple stuff like when to post, what not to post, what to avoid, what to use when it comes to specific types of content. Um, She goes all in on Pinterest, which is the flavor of today's episode. But uh, our guest is none other than Teresa Toledo. Teresa is a, uh, well, of Brazilian descent and uh, she speaks four languages. And we kind of, I think we talked about that a little bit in the beginning. So you'll hear a little bit about that. But she walks us through a really, really simple framework that's going to help you grow or even launch a brand new Pinterest account and get traction very, very quickly. Even though, uh, funny enough, it's not a very fast acting profile or account really. It's more of a long-term type of thing. So she gets into that a bit. You'll learn a lot on how the logarithm works and uh, she goes into some great detail on a lot of really critical stuff. So I learned a ton. I know you're going to enjoy it as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode with myself and Teresa Toledo. So how do you start a successful podcast that allows you to build your name online, build your network, and also helps you bring in leads, customers, and generate a huge audience that is going to love you and love the content you put out. That's the question we aim to solve on this podcast, the podcast domination show. And my goal is to help you figure out what works in growing and monetizing your show and help you implement those strategies in your show today. My name is Luis Diaz. I am pumped to have you here on the podcast domination show. So let's get into today's episode. Um, Teresa, I want to make sure I say your name because I know you're originally from Brazil, and I know they. Yes. Have- <laughs> well, listen. This is how it goes. My name is Teresa. Teresa. It's like Teresa with a Z. Okay. But uh, well, see, I've been here for 17 years, and every time somebody would ask my name, and I would say Teresa, they would say Ah, 
And then I would go, Teresa. <laughs> oh, Teresa. So then I said, you know what? I'm not going to try. I'm just going to say my name. And however they say, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people call me T or call me Teresa. I'm fine with it. Yeah. My husband doesn't say Teresa. He says it in S, like Latin. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. Got it. And you, you speak, know, I don't you have. You speak four, four languages, languages too, right? Wow. Yes. So English, yes. Portuguese. What else? Spanish, of course. Spanish? Okay. I did really well on Arabic. Oh, wow. Because, you know, my in-laws are Arabic and I've been to the Middle East quite a few times. And mm. at once I was there for almost six months. And I was very interested in the culture and I wanted to make sure that I knew what they were talking about to me, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. the result is that I can, you know, I can take a taxi cab over there. I can go to the doctor. I can shop without anyone chaperoning yeah. me and they yeah. cannot say anything about me. <laughs> they can't, this is part. They can't talk behind your back without you. Knowing. Yes. I can even do some reading, you know, I can even do some reading. <clears throat> so, but it's, you know, it's not the strongest language, but Spanish is. Right. Very strong. And in Florida, you know how we need Spanish here. Yeah. And especially, I, I used to go to UCF um, in yeah. Orlando. So there's a lot uh-huh. of Portuguese. So I used to hear a lot, yes. of, uh, a lot of that when I was there. So so very cool. So that was just some cool background. Uh, well, you know, in a given day, I use the four languages at home. Really? In a given day. Because my kids speak Portuguese. Uh, we interact daily with Spanish-speaking people. And I have a stepdaughter, and she communicates with her dad in Arabic. And my in-laws. So in, in a given day, I have all of them going on. That's good. So you don't lose <laughs> anything, right? No, no. It's I enjoy it. it it's fun. Yes. That's cool. And we like traveling also. We love traveling. So. I, I saw your Instagram. There's a lot of cool places. I'm going to Rome next next month. I think that you're <gasps> That's there. fantastic. Next week, actually. So. That's awesome. Are you going to love it? Please. We, we just, uh, Rome, we just touched Rome in the airport. But we went to Naples and we had some pizza on the street. And that was too ill, the cheapest pizza ever. But the kids still nowadays talk about the best pizza ever oh. that we had from these, whatever, you know, little food cart on the street. Yes. Um, so it, it's very exciting. It's a beautiful place. You're going to love it. The people are beautiful there. So I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, yes, that's exciting. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely excited for it. Um, your your Instagram uh, inspired me to bring that up, but today I really want to dive in to. Yeah, my Instagram is sad. I don't spend much time there. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm so you. really you're, bad. I spend time in. on my clients, but not online. Right. It's yeah. it's sad. <laughs> you're all in on on Pinterest, which is definitely yes. what we're covering today. And yes. Grow a, a Pinterest account organically. Um, we touched on the paid ads that you, you're talking about, which is an exciting new side of that whole platform. But um, today I really want to dive into how to grow an Instagram account or yeah, no, a Pinterest account, excuse me, organically. And then how is that fuel yes. business traffic for a website specifically? Um, you sent over some case studies and I was blown away by the amount of traffic and this amount of growth in a three or six month period. So to kick things off, I'd love to just get an idea of uh, really quickly how you got into Pinterest and then we can kind of go into the steps of how to grow one, a Pinterest account. Well, it kind of like, um, it was something that kind of happened like a lot of things in my life and it was three years ago. Mm. Uh, I was a fitness coach and I was working with this online company and they mentioned, hey, we need some Pinterest help. This is the platform. I had dabbed on Pinterest. Uh, yeah. I'm not 
I haven't been on the platform as long as someone who's been from the times where you could only get if you were invited. There was this time where you need an invitation. But yes. since around 2012, and just playing around with the platform, and I said, yes, yeah, sure. So they did have many blog posts, fitness-related, uh, metabolism reset-related, strength training. And I took a little course, and I started pinning for them. Right away, they started seeing some results, which uh, their website, it was very well SEO-oriented, let's say, right. especially for the theme of metabolism reset. And then once we started working on Pinterest, Pinterest took the second place as a traffic referral. Mm. And we just kept going. Meanwhile, I played around with other platforms, got professional, you could say that, with other platforms. But Pinterest has always been there. Eventually, I started getting some more clients, fashion blogger, lifestyle, travel. Yeah. Uh, I even have a client that we were using for a construction business on Pinterest. You want to establish a presence? Yes, and it still rolls. Very interesting. And that's how it goes. And nowadays, I am focusing most on Pinterest, of course, through this time. I worked with also uh, business coaches yeah. on Pinterest, uh, folks that are launching courses. And re most recently, I have also natural holistic treatments, chiropractors. So all kind of like in the health, motivational right. you know, area. And at this point, you know, it's just I see myself focusing more and more on Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah. And that's definitely what stood out to me when I was, I think we connected through a Facebook group. And um, the number one thing I remember in the in DM, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to get you on the show to talk about Pinterest traffic because I've seen some of the things you've been posting about and I was just blown away. So I was, I really want to just narrow in on, on the Pinterest uh, accounts um, I'm tempted to say, let's talk about paid stuff, but I think that's for another episode. That I think let's focus on organic. I <laughs> yeah. do like to have the organic home down first. Right. I mean, if someone right. says, I want to go straight to paid ads because I want to do this super fast. Yeah. I will just say, you can do whatever you want, but my strategy always involves help having the organic side right. solid, you know, generating traffic, generating, uh, helping with your backlinks and everything else. And then also, so once you promote, uh, the person who is interested in whatever you're promoting has a place to come back to. Mm, it's pretty totally. much like you want to try to run Facebook ads without having a Facebook page <laughs> that has some posts. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So I totally. like the idea of going all in organic first. All right. Let's, let's dive in then. So for context, and maybe for a lot of people listening to this call, like me, they may be novice Pinterest users, but we see value in the platform where it's like, hmm, how can we use this to drive traffic and awareness, et cetera, et cetera. So what would kind of be step number one, say if you were taking uh, a podcaster or someone with a in the health space, maybe a health coach who has a podcast. Okay. Like and we that. can we can talk about the health coach space or we can talk about the the, the podcast, but let's talk about the health coach. Cool. Uh, first of all, the first thing Pinterest it's for someone who has content or mm -hmm. is interested in building content. If someone comes to me and say, hey, I have this one landing page and I have this one product and I want to use Pinterest <laughs> and I have an Instagram account and I have Facebook and I'm going to say, I'm sorry, this is going to be really hard. Yeah, I'm not saying it cannot be done, but it's going to take time and it's going to be hard. Now, someone comes to me and say, hey, I have about 12 pieces of you know, content. I have some blog posts and I'm creating more, you know, releasing something once a week. It doesn't matter what it is that you're talking about. I'm going to say, okay, now you're talking. Right. Then I'm going to ask you, what is your goal? Why you want the traffic? 
you just you want the traffic because you have ads on your page you want your traffic because you're going to have an offer because you're going to offer a course you want people to opt in you want people to listen or watch your content you know you need to have a reason because otherwise you're going to put time and effort and you're going to build this traffic and then people are going to knock on your door or on your website and you have nowhere to send them yeah and then you're going to get frustrated you're going to you're going to say well this is not working for me I'm not monetizing. So you need to know how you're going to monetize that. That's mm -hmm. very, very important. Okay. Uh, the same way if someone tells you, I just want to have a podcast to have a podcast, mm -hmm. you're going to say, are you sure? Maybe that's not the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> you need to have a goal. Exactly. So the first step, and if that is one thing that I would like for everyone to take from here today, you can only take one thing. Pinterest is not a social media platform. It's mm -hmm. a visual search engine. So Pinterest is closer to YouTube than it's closer to Instagram or Facebook. And the reason why people are there to search for content, they are not there to socialize. They yeah. are not there <laughs> to see your updates. They yeah. are there because they want to know something. They want to solve a problem. They want to buy something. They want to try something. Yeah. So they go in the platform with that mindset. They're searching for something, which kind of warms them up for whatever you have that you're offering. True. It's a different so they're not experience. Kind of, yes. So let's say if someone is looking for, let's talk about um, back pain. Someone is looking for uh, how to, you know, how to improve back pain or yeah. exercise for back pain. So the person is already typing in those keywords. And once your content has those keywords, that person is going to be served with content with those right. keywords. Now, the person is not going to see this, uh, like when we Google, we have, you know, just the words. It's going to see images. And imagine like a visual index. And the person is going to scroll through it and, of course, find one that kind of, you know, okay, this seems interesting, like find exercise to solve back pain yeah. or to prevent back pain. And the person is going to click, knowing that the person is going to be sent to another child site Pinterest. Right. Everybody who's on Pinterest knows that they're going to be sent out of the platform. Yeah. Now, yeah. if let's say there was an opt-in and you need, you're going to receive a printable, the person is going to sign up. The person knows already. Mm -hmm. So most yeah. likely, if that's the content, the person is not going to bounce, is going to opt-in and you can keep nurturing that relationship from there. Yeah. Or if the person is only, only going to consume the content, which is something that we see a lot in the platform, they go to your website, they consume the product and they bounce. They just <laughs> want that piece of right. information and that's yeah. completely fine. Because every time they do that, not only they go to a website, but they're sending Pinterest a signal. This content is useful, shared to other people. Ah, so it's growing your reach essentially when they yes. do that. It's creating engagement. So even right. if they bounce, which uh, a lot of people say, well, once I start using Pinterest, my bounce rates increase. Right. They will increase and that's normal. Now, can you improve those rates? Yes, by creating interest for people to stay in your page, right? That can yeah. be achieved as well. But, you know, the moment that they tap on that image to go to your website, you know, the AI is getting signals. The algorithm is understanding, mm -hmm. hey, this is valuable. Yeah. So Got it's it. positive either way. So, so number one is really getting a goal of like, how are you going to monetize? How you have to know how you're going to monetize. That. You need to understand that that is not a social media platform. And you need to be intentional. Right. On your, like where you're driving traffic and, and why you want yes. the traffic in the first place, right? Exactly. Now, yeah. another thing that is very important, okay, if you say, you know what, I've never been on Pinterest, get on the platform. 
take a look around. It's going to seem odd at first. Yeah. Uh, Pinterest is really good. <laughs> Pinterest kind of asks, hey, when you sign up, when you create a new account, it will ask, what are you interested in? Are you interested in cars? Are you interested in fashion, uh, well-being, health? You're going to choose. And then Pinterest is going to start serving you content that relates to your interest. Now, that gets primed over time. They might not primed. get it right from the you beginning. You mean like uh, it gets primed more and more Every time you search for something, yes. Every okay. time you type in a keyword or you just type in a sentence, it will know what to offer you next time. Got it. It will collect all the information. And according to what you search and what you interact with, it will get those signals like, hey, this is what this person wants to see. Right. Because Just, the main focus is getting a good user experience. Right. Kind of like Facebook. So after we've gotten that, we've gotten a really clear goal of how we're going to monetize and why we want the traffic. What's kind of the next step? If I'm a, if I'm a health coach, we'll take the health coach approach or a kind okay. of fitness professional, maybe looking for clients or trying to sell a... Uh, some kind of fitness product, what would be the next step in, in starting to generate attention on this platform? It's to create content. And when I say create content, it's not only just creating a blog post mm -hmm. with images, but it's pinning to the platform, which would be the equivalent of posting to the platform. But we call it pinning because you could imagine Pinterest as this huge vision board in which people are pinning <clears throat> pieces of information. Yeah. So how you do that? You create images. Uh, images for Pinterest are not the same size as Facebook and oh, Instagram. You can pin a square <laughs> image. You can pin a Facebook sized image, but you want to pin a vertical image that's two by three. That's Pinterest's right. favorite size. And that's going to take enough, um, I would say, real estate space on Pinterest that mm -hmm. people can see. So you're always going to think portrait. If it's an image okay. or it's videos, because it's another thing, we can upload videos to the platform now. Oh, and really? they look beautiful. Oh, yes, they look and beautiful. They're not really good at getting clicks, but they're really good at getting brand awareness and sales. Got it. And, and, and those, and what, is there a time limit on those? Or how long, is, what's the time um, cap? You could, you could go as long as you want, let's say like 10, 15 minutes. But, and I've seen some that long in the platform. Uh, I think 15 minutes is max. I'm not sure because, you know, they are changing a lot of things. Mm. The only thing is that will people watch. Now, the videos that are performing best right now are very short teasers, 15 ah, to 20 seconds. And it. some of them with no sound. Because it's kind of a silent platform. You know, people are not expecting sound in the platform. <laughs> true. You know, if you think yeah, about true. it, the Pinterest user is that person who is, you know, uh, watching, the, you know, the family is watching TV and the person is just on the phone pinning or in the grocery store line pinning or waiting yeah. for the kids in the car pinning. And sound is not expected. So yeah, if, if people are not doing, <laughs> yes, the ones without sound are performing better. And yeah. we always add a teaser and we like to have a call to action. Like, you know, let's say if you're talking about uh, five best fitness tips for back pain. So you're mm -hmm. going to bring in the first tip and then maybe you want to bring the second tip and then you're going to say, hey, you know, for the other tips, click on the link. Boom. Yeah. For, yeah. So you want to use it as a teaser. Uh, you could use a little snippet of a video talking heads, which is like that, you know, looking straight to the camera and talking something. It's not yeah. really doing well. Gotcha. Okay? okay. It could do well, but it's not yet. Right. But if let's say you are, have a voiceover, you know, and that is an image or something that's different. Yeah. So that videos, you probably, 
you, you probably want to do captions on the videos. Yes, so you, you could do captions. And things like that. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, you can do captions. So there are a lot of uh, ways in which you want to share videos through the platform. So that's one of the ways would be uploading straight to the platform. Now we were talking about pinning the content. So you have yes. the content, you have to create the images and you keep in mind the size of the images and images that perform well, they have um, text overlay. Okay. Kind of hinting what is that content about. Yeah. Or even you could put a call to action. Let's say if we're talking about the fitness coach, let's say if that person wants to grow his email list and he has this little PDF that you can download in exchange for your email. Yeah. And he can, you know, put a, a nice image, say what it is that he's talking about, you know, the five, uh, the best exercise routine to lose, you know. To lose 20 to, pounds. To lose the, the mom pouch, mommy pouch. That's what it is. Or to get fit for the holidays yeah. or whatever it is. Or to do a better push-up. Right. So, and you can even add, you're going to add a call to action, click to download for free, the free printable. You can put a little mock-up with the image. There are different ways that we can do it. So the person knows that once it taps, it's going to be sent to a landing page and it's going to be expected to download that. Got it. So we've got our content. We've got our goal. We've got content, um, videos that are short, that are with text overlay, particularly videos or images in the same format where it's text overlay. Uh, easy to see what's going on. Easy to see. Um, Remember, there most of the users are on mobile. Right, right. So we want something that's easy to read. Uh, we love script fonts. They look beautiful, but if they're not easy to read. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, I always, I always think about the contrast of the colors, you know, how they look in the background, how they get the attention, and how they could be easily read. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Um, another thing in that aspect, usually images without a face or without eye contact perform better and that is the reason behind that pinterest users are planners they're planning it's they're, so funny. You know, it's so yes, true you know, <laughs> it is so true they're planning like people oh. are they have the whole uh, house makeover done on pinterest before they even buy a house yeah before they even look in the market okay excuse me but you have people with their weddings planned before they even yeah. date yeah, it, it is true. So they are planning. They don't want to see, you know, a celebrity showing, hey, this is my house. Yeah. They want to see the house and they want to imagine themselves on that house. Right, right. So, so once you put the eye contact in the face and you try to connect, you're breaking that, you know, so, that feeling of them imagining themselves on the scene, like travel. If you're booking a tri- trip, you don't want to see the person sitting in front of, you know, that place. No. But you can see the person taking a picture from the back or looking at the horizon and like, Oh, that could be me. Yeah, exactly. You put yourself in that picture. So that's that's a really interesting psychology thing about Pinterest that I never knew. It's like, if you trying to, the selfies trying to connect with you, it's not really the platform for that. It's more about letting it be just objects or just kind of pictures about things in your home or whatever it may be, but not necessarily you because they want to imagine themselves in in that spot. Very interesting. Um, so what would be the next step if someone's got their content kind of nailed down? Let's just say they're posting right somewhat consistently. Um, to yes, really which is very important. Level. Consistency. Yeah, One thing mm-hmm. that we cannot never forget, and you need to understand that, is Pinterest is a slow burner. And you will understand and accept that once you know how the content is shared in the platform. So let's say you pin this image that has a keyword description that has a link that sends to your website, okay? Yeah. Once you pin that to the platform, Pinterest, 
which of course is gonna lean on what people how people engage with yeah. it which usually the people who see, will see it first are your followers even though followers are not that important but those are the first ones and at the same time the ai is going to crawl in the image in the description in the url and that takes time so we do have something called lens as well which is a visual guided search which you can put a picture yeah. and find similar products or similar pins related to the image okay so keep in mind, you know, it takes time for the AI to go in the pin and analyze those interests. What is that picture related to? What is in the pin that relates? And it also can read the words, which another reason why it's important to make them easy to read. Got it. And how long roughly does it take for that to happen? A couple hours, 24 hours? No. It, longer. For a pin to roll out, which is usually the way we, we mention, it may mm-hmm. take from 15 to 45 days. Okay. For that pin to start getting traction and being distributed. Now that's for organic pins. When we use promoted pins, you're going to get more traction faster. Faster. Yeah. Exactly. Because you are putting some money into it. You are specifying things that you want Pinterest to do. Got it. So Pinterest is not a pay to play platform yet. Right. Okay. We are not at that level, but it differentiates. Of course, you're paying for it. You're going to expect it to move faster. Yeah. But if you're not paying for it, and that's also another beauty of Pinterest is that you're putting all this content there for free. Mm -hmm. Can you name another? Yeah. Then can you, another thing, uh, usually a post on Instagram, how long does it last? (laughs) Hours? That's a problem with it. Yeah. Maybe if you're very lucky, 24 hours. Yeah. But Pinterest, we see content lasting three, four months plus. Wow. So for example, now if you go on the platform and you start looking for seasonal content, you're going to be seeing content now that was posted last season mm-hmm. and now it's exploding, which is another thing that's very important when you post evergreen content or even seasonal content to be refreshing that content because wow. it's not going to die. Got it. So would this be kind of the next the step number three is like you've got your content out there. Now we're going to optimize and kind of refresh it. Well, you can you, usually... When we're talking about blogs or whatever content, the time we suggest once a year, maybe twice a year. Yeah. To refresh and update it, especially if you have affiliate links. You know, you just want to go back in and take a look. And you can do that in the slow season because Pinterest has a slow season. Uh, if you think about it, the logic behind is that Pinterest, are, are, people are using Pinterest when they're inside. So mm-hmm. guess what? Summertime. We're outside. We're enjoying you. Maybe we are yeah. looking into something and saving for later, which is yeah. also a positive thing that we see a lot in the summer. People are saving content for later. But they're, of course, they're planning fall already in the summer. But they are not going to be consuming as much as right. they are in the cooler months. Huh. So the time that we get the warmer months, maybe that's time to, okay, know that your traffic is going to decrease a little. And now yeah. it's time to optimize and get ready for the busy season which starts when kids go back to school. Got it. So August August to December is probably like the busiest season. What about when Actually, it goes up to close to Valentine's Day. Okay, I was going to ask you, like New Year's. Valentine's Day, yes. Like New Year's resolutions. And- yeah, oh, yes. And now everybody, all you see, and you, you know, the, and also another thing from good practice that Pinterest suggests, and is that you start pinning seasonal content 45 days sooner. So it's pretty much like, you know, people were super upset. How come during the summer they were already selling Halloween at Target? Well, guess what? Target is right. 
Yeah. So summertime, you start releasing content for fall and Halloween. (laughs) And right now, it's time to release content for Christmas. If Hmm. you are releasing fall content now, you are late in the game. It's too, yeah, it's too late. It's not going to get traction because... I mean, it's going to get traction, but not as much and not as fast as it could. So you missed Mm, the window of opportunity. Yes. So because Pinterest people are planners, they're planning. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what would be the next step to, to, to kind of take this up? I love how we just went off on there, went off and just kind of talked about the planning aspect and, and also when to post your content. Um, but what would be the next step for someone looking to grow? Uh, consistency is very, very important. And you can do it at yourself. And people often come and say, how many times a day should I pin? Because, you know, with Instagram, you can do well with one to three times a day. But when it comes to Pinterest, we want to send a signal to the platform that you are, we are content creators and we are here to contribute to the platform mm-hmm. and Pinterest would not survive without content. So we always look into 10 pins a day, up to 20. Uh, some people mm-hmm. go farther, but honestly, I haven't seen uh, real results going beyond the 20 or 30. And that's okay. during a heavy season. Uh, but some people will go, but that doesn't mean that this is only your content. Pinterest will not penalize you if you post only your content or if you post other people's content. Yeah. And actually curating content is very valuable, especially when you're beginning. Yeah. Because you don't have that much content. You're still building up your images. You don't want to wait until you have a hundred pieces of content to share. You want to start sooner. So they so Pinterest realizes that you are there, you are alive, and you are, you know, present in the platform. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to try to, you know, be doing that 10 posts a day, five posts a day. Uh, the key is consistency. Pinterest likes better if you post five a day than if you sit on the weekend and post 50 pins. <laughs> Got yeah. It. yeah, it is what it is. Now, you can do that manually. You can schedule within the platform, which works if you, you know, if you're doing it yourself and if you have some time and you don't have that much content. Yeah. You can schedule within the platform for free or there are other schedulers, just like any social media. Pinterest does not penalize you for scheduling through a scheduler as long as, you know, it's not a partner, but it's, you know, the Pinterest, the API is working with it. Okay. Uh, I see. I'm not making any commercial, but as a Pinterest specialist and most of the Pinterest specialists, they yeah. would work with Tailwind. What's Tailwind app. Tailwind app. Tailwind. Oh, okay. Tailwind. But the thing is that uh, they are amazing. They have fantastic features and they are a Pinterest partner. Got it. I was going to ask you, that was oh. my next question on like, how do you schedule all these pins if we're going to do? Yes. And you know, basically, 20, you know, once you have the content done, you can sit down and spend, let's say one hour of your week scheduling everything. Uh, so they can be released and you just yeah. do a little management. And in the beginning, you want to go in the account and, uh, you know, move around, do some searches, let the account see that you're using it. Right. But this would be for a regular user. Now, Got if it. you are a business and you want to, I want this as fast as possible, you're going to have to get a higher volume, especially in the beginning. What's, um, what is, I guess we, we kind of covered already. So 20 to 30 pins. A yeah, day you can max. Say, but it, it See, but the thing is that no two accounts are the same. You can go with oh, okay. 10 a day. You can, you can start with five a day. The best number is the number that works for your content. Got it. You see? Because yeah. then there's another thing. Okay, if I have a content, can I pin it every day? No. 
but can you create different images for that content right and pin it once a day yes got it okay so just so there small are you know on the, on there the are images. technicalities that work with the platform that the, make the platform recognize the content as fresh content mm. and then it's not going to be spammy it's going to be fine got it what would be something an example of something bad if you could think of one that like would consider spammy if it's like obviously they don't want to see you posting the same picture over and over again or I don't think anyone would do that. I, I, have, I haven't seen lately much, but I've seen before uh, people, let's say they would have one post or one product because also you can pin a product or anything and they would have the same image and they would put in a row 20, 30 times. <laughs> and then how do you see that? Because uh, one of the profile options that we have, we can pick one board and feature yeah. You know, so the pin tiles showing that board, that's usually the most uh, common way that people do. And you would see that whole profile board, one image only. <laughs> like 30 of the same yeah. image. And you're like, like, okay, somebody got pin crazy here. And yeah. even if you scroll down, you will see. Now, oh, was man. that ever a good strategy? I don't think so. But yeah. a lot of people are doing Pinterest and selling a service without really knowing. And then we get account, accounts can get blocked for that. Yeah. Or a lot of times, maybe Pinterest won't see until somebody complains because you can report that. They want to yeah. make sure that the user has the best experience in the platform. So if a user is annoyed by the image because the image does not relate to the content or the image is spammy or it's showing all the time, they can right. pick that content and you're going to get you, a little slap on the wrist yeah. or you could get your account locked for 24 hours or Got until it. you appeal. So yeah. That's good. That's good to know. Um, what would be the next kind of step into taking this to the next level after we've, we've kind of made so sure we got all the details. Once you got the account set up, yep. you have your goals, yep. uh, you have your content, you made yep. sure that you optimize the account because one thing we did not talk much about was keywords. And that's a deep subject because if we are using Pinterest as a search engine, keywords uh, are important. The okay. same way that SEO needs keywords. Yeah. And they're not exactly the same, but they could be some of the same. So, you know, you go in the platform and you type a, a word on the search and you're going to see a series of colorful tiles underneath. Uh -huh. Those are the keywords. You want to make sure that your content, when you write the description, you add, you know, the keywords when you, let's say for a podcaster, you would say Louis, uh, Louise Ryan or, you yeah. know, Louise Diaz. But I would suggest put on the next, next sheet, podcast podcaster or whatever yeah. the title or a podcasting coach add some keywords that relate and that's also in the description so you want to have everything optimized with keywords which is uh the username which is the profile description the board names the pin descriptions everything the board descriptions oh, wow. and then everything if you want to go everywhere. yeah and i do love going far enough that you know the wording that i'm using in the text overlay of the image has some yeah. keywords because guess what? It's being read. Right. Right? The image right. is being read. So let's keyword everything uh, to have the account optimized. So you're going to have consistency. You're going to make sure that you're going to keep pinning your content and creating new content. And then I think once you're at that step, this next stage, that's also when you want to be looking back in your content, see what mm. needs to be refreshed. Also, yeah. you're going to start looking at analytics and see what's working and what's not working. Because sometimes uh, one 
URL or one site is going to work from whatever you have. One post is going to work better than the others. Sometimes one image is going to work better than the others. And not always we can identify why. But once you get what works best, you can try to replicate. Yeah, totally. And we, some people say viral pins. I don't like the word viral. Uh, someone mentioned them as legacy pins, which every account has one, which is a pin that for some reason got so much love from people that it keeps mm. on giving. It never dies. There yeah. is always <laughs> traffic coming to the website from that image and sometimes is the worst image that you just wanted to die. But once you pin, yeah. you cannot replace the image. You can delete the pin, which is never recommended, but you cannot replace the image. So you want to go on your website. You want to use Google Analytics. You want to use uh, Pinterest Analytics. Now they have a new system and it's really, really good. But okay. you always want to be going and tracking. You can see exactly which, even if you pin um, the same image five times over time, yeah. or if you pin the same URL with five different, different images, you, you still can, can track which one gave you that boost and it never dies got it so that's important and sometimes yeah. you in sometimes <laughs> the, most of the times it's a repin someone who saw it pinned to their board and send the signal to pinterest this is very valuable show it right right good just by the logarithm and what people are saying how they're engaging exactly so you, okay. you want to go into the <laughs> The analytics, uh, if you don't want to do it, there are people who can do that for you, but it, it's not very hard to see. Now, followers don't really count, and that's something that we don't want to be worried about. Yes, it's not that they don't really count. They count, but they're not as important. You can have a high number of click-throughs with yeah. 100 followers, or you can have an account with 8,000 followers with about 100 clicks a day. And I have examples of that. And the reason is why, in that case, because the content is not being refreshed. And not so, just the content okay. as the pins, but we are, the content is getting old. How long after you post something would you go back and refine it, typically? Well, if, 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 it's always important. If you're the blog post, I like once a year, twice a year. It really depends on yeah. also. I, see, the thing is that we don't want to focus on just refreshing the content if we can focus on creating content. Mm. But it's kind of a balance. Okay. And some content can last longer, but if the content seasonal, if the content had links, affiliate links, yeah, you want to make sure that those are always working because you would hate for someone that wants whatever you're, you're talking about and they go on your website and they click on it, which and could give you profit and it's dead. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing, right? right? How sad is that? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I think this is a very comprehensive kind of guide and I, I didn't know a lot of this stuff. So this has been awesome. Um, Teresa, anything else that you want to mention last before when we leave off before leaving off here, that would be super important for people to really take this, their Pinterest game um, to the next level. You know, it, it's that I kind of, I, I'm not going to say just one because I did say one only is just to view the platform as a search engine. Yeah. But being the search engine, you need to keep in mind that Pinterest values the images because that's what getting people interested in your subject is the image. Yeah. And then, but they have to have good keywords, right? Right. And Those they have to have before. good content and consistency. Yeah. And it takes time. It Got takes it. time. Sometimes it doesn't mean that you cannot see results in two, three months, but it means that depending on your niche, it will take six months to get a decent amount of traffic. So don't give up. Just keep tweaking, keep going. 
Yeah, it's, it's really interesting that it takes 15 to 45 days for it to really start to pick up traffic, which is good because it's completely opposite from other platforms. So Yes. Now, I have really a good. question for you, yeah. and I think that's very interesting. Which other platform out there can you share one different link every time you post something with every image? Outside of Facebook, there's nothing really out. Oh, and now I'm going to make it even harder for you. <laughs> Which platform can you post yeah. a link to every image and people are trained to click on it and get out of the platform and a platform who allows you to, to do that or make it easy for people to get out? Yeah, Facebook no doesn't way. like links. No, no, it's it's it, that's where Pinterest I see really interesting because they don't penalize you for those kind of things. So yeah, it actually, you know, it allows you all that. So that's why it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, and I'm even looking here, and I see a lot of podcasters or people like yeah. promoting their shows or or they're talking about how to start a podcast here, and uh, so it's definitely something that people are obviously looking at. Interesting, exactly. So and if you sense. have content that's valuable, why not have it there? Yeah, exactly. Um, people are interested people are looking for it we do have some podcasters that are doing really really well on Pinterest and you know all they're doing is creating the images and pinning and you can even use the images that you have already for your podcast you can tweak right. them and you know possibilities yeah. are endless yeah I think this is a, this is a really really good talk because I think it's going to be really important for podcasters who are looking to do this or looking just to figure out where, they can, where else can we grow without having yeah, almost linking to my show or whatnot. This is something that's going to last longer than other places yes. like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Now, so. one quick advice that I yes. see, and that's like a personal thing. Uh, when you're having a link to a video or even you're embedding it on the page or even to a podcast, uh -huh. have a little blurb about it. Right. You know, have okay. a, a paragraph explaining what are people expected? What are they going to see if they listen? Otherwise, people might just bounce and the reason is you're moving from this platform and you see this pin saying, you know, uh, let's say in a podcast, we are yeah. talking about, you know, five foolproof tips to launch your podcast. And I click on it and I got a page with a picture and a link to click again. Why am I going to do that? No, they need a blurb, something that sell them, right? Just yes. A bit more on why they should click or a little bit of content to get yep. them engaged got it that's really good to, that's really good to know we can use people can use show notes there they can just have a little yes. blurb about something yes or even if you want to go <laughs> all the way in and write, write a little blog post with right. podcast you can do that a lot of people do that we uh, do have some people successful and they have the you know the podcast and then they have the blog post with it got it got it okay um this has been really really awesome Teresa. where can people find out more about what you do if they're interested in maybe the organic organic help or paid strategy, what would be the best place to, uh, to point people in? Um, they can head to my, I have a, a, my website, you know, okay. .com, you can put on the show notes. It's a little yep. funny spelling. They can find me on Pinterest and see, I do have a board with all my recent work, which I also, I not only offer strategy, but I offer the whole creation. Let's say Got someone it. says, hey, I have this website. I just wanted to dive in and take care of everything. I do everything or I Got can it. teach someone or just offer this strategy. Uh, and I do have some work there. You can find me, Teresa Toledo Social, on Instagram, on Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere, Teresa Toledo. Got it. And it's T-E-R. I want to make sure that people spell it right. Yeah, it's T-E-R-E-Z-A. Yeah. T O L E D O there dot we go. com. So it's Perfect. Teresa Toledo, like the city in Ohio dot com. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
that's what I was thinking of when I heard it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I usually say, you know, it's like the city in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, Teresa, this has been awesome. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. It was my pleasure. I enjoyed. And yes, let's get everybody on Pinterest. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, and don't forget, I have a number of free bonuses for you. That's, yes, these are free templates, guides, and stuff that I've actually included in my recent book, How to Get Your First 100,000 Downloads in 100 Days. But you don't even have to buy the book. I'm just going to give this to you for free. All you have to do is go to Louis Ryan, Louis Ryan, L-U-I-S-R-Y-A-N.com forward slash book. There is a simple form where you fill out your name and your email and you get a ton of free stuff, all the templates and guides that I included in the book, but you don't have to buy the book. So you're saving yourself a chunk of money um, that literally will take you probably less than two minutes to accomplish or perform. So enjoy that. That's my gift to you. Use it. Don't just let it fall by the wayside and I'll see you on the next episode.